Welcome to the Echo Church Podcast. Echo is a group of people in Cincinnati, Ohio, who love Jesus, love hanging out, and are navigating the ups and downs of our faith together. We're glad you're here. seen that video already before today, the corn kid? Okay, so can anyone guess what I am today? It's corn. Do I look like corn now that you see it? Now you know it, you see it? Okay, I'm going to say that and then take this off because the headband is really going to get on my nerves. Okay, so how many of you have a favorite food just like the corn kid? His real name is Tariq. He became famous for loving corn. Now, This is your turn to interact with me. So Echo Kids especially, but adults too. Think of a favorite food, a food that you love, and on the count of three, yell it out, okay? Everybody got a food? One, two, three. It all sounds very delicious. Thank you, thank you. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about Tariq. His video is part of Recess Therapy, and that was created by Julian... Shapiro Barnum, who was in the video with him, and actually the entire series began during the pandemic in New York City, and Julian thought, how do these kids stay joyful in this heavy, heavy time we're in, right? And so he decided to do interviews sitting outside. He went to local parks in New York City, and so he started to interview kids about what kept them joyful, and then More and more people liked it. There was more topics. He said he called it recess therapy because he thought, I'm going to ask them hard questions, and these kids will be like my therapist. I'm going to take their advice. So go check out their YouTube page sometime. Lots of love, lots of love and joy there. Now, the next thing is that Tariq's video, the reason why it went viral, you might have first seen it on TikTok because the Gregory brothers took his words and put it to music that we played a little bit earlier. And it went from a TikTok sound, then they partnered with Julian and with Tariq, and they made it into a full song called It's Corn. And actually, they said anytime they use a sound like that, they partner with the original people in the video so that everyone's getting credit and everyone's getting any any dividends that come in from there. Now, Tariq's mom, Jessica, she gave, every parent has to give their permission for Julian to interview them on recess therapy. But she said she didn't really know he went viral until her cousin, who lived in Europe, texted her and said, is this Tariq? And then she said, oh my goodness, my son's all over the internet. So then she had to figure out how to deal with his fame. Because as you can imagine, Tariq is invited to a lot of different things now. And so Tariq's mom and dad both work. They have other siblings at home, so they're There's a full family, and they have to make decisions on, yes, are we going to do this event, or yes, no, we're just going to stay home and be a family today. So they really try to keep him balanced. Now, this last photo is the Corn Palace in South Dakota, because they asked Tariq to be the Corn Ambassador of their event. So there, he's got a lot of events. He's been on a lot of talk shows. So... 
kids, Tariq became famous loving something. And I bet, besides the food you just yelled at, I bet a lot of you are wearing costumes based on something that you love. Maybe a cartoon, maybe an animal. But I bet you also love people. So today, you might have guessed by now, when we read the Bible, we're going to talk about love. And we're going to talk about how God loves us and how we love one another. So kids and adults, we have Bibles. We have Bibles in the pew. We have kids' Bibles. Hopefully, you might have grabbed one from Miss Shante. Maybe not. That's fine. <laughs> if you have your Bible or if you have a device, family share, and you can read along today. We're going to be in 1 John, which is if you're in a physical Bible, it's almost to the very end of the book. Now, we have been in a series called Hope and Light. And kids, sometimes today, I'm going to give you some coloring assignments with the crayons and the pages that you have. And then sometimes us adults are going to chat. Sound good? Good plan? Hope and Light is all about the way Jesus' disciples took their assignment of, yes, we learned to love from Jesus himself, and now we're living it out and teaching other people how to love like Jesus. And so John and Peter, we just finished the book of First Peter, they were teaching groups of people just like us how to love like Jesus. And they learned from Jesus himself. So John is one of those people. He also wrote Second John, Third John. There's a book of the Bible just called John, same author, busy guy. So today I'm going to read our scriptures from the New International Reader's Version. That's what our kids read from. It's a little smaller language for us. We're going to be in 1 John chapter 4. I'm going to start with verses 7 and 8. Dear friends, let us love one another because love comes from God. Everyone who loves has become a child of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Echo kids, this is your first drawing assignment. I'd like you to draw some people that you love. Maybe it's your friends at school, your friends at church, your family. Draw somebody that you love on your piece of paper. Adults, let's talk about some key phrases in this very, two, very short two verses. But there's a lot here. First of all, love one another. Now, this idea sounds like it's a challenge, like you're supposed to go love someone. But actually, if you think about it, it's reciprocal. You're supposed to go love, and other people are supposed to love you in return. And John was telling the people who received his letter, that's what the church looks like. It should be about people loving one another. And as he said, when you love God, you become a child of God. And therefore, the first church would call each other brothers and sisters because they would say, we're now a family in Christ. And so when we see these words, brothers and sisters, in this scripture today, he's talking about the family of God and the people that you gather with on a weekly basis. The next phrase, love comes from God. Now, when John said this, it wasn't just an abstract concept for him because he lived with Jesus for three years. He saw God in action right in his life. Jesus was human. Jesus was God. And so when John describes this love, he's telling a very personal story here. 
as we know, we read in the book of Luke, that there was up to 72 different disciples that Jesus at one point sent out with God's spirit to say, go and teach and heal. They were core believers. So John lived in community with other people and learned how. And he was just a teenager or a young adult at the time, so he had to figure it out. And now he's passing on that wisdom to the church. And our final phrase in these verses are, I want us to look at where it said, everyone who loves knows God. Now, in the original language, that know is a deep personal connection. Not just I know about a fact about this, but he was saying you know God. You have communion with him. That word we use every week. We take communion, but it means to have a relationship and to have a conversation and to have a connection with someone. So John was saying to love shows a deep connection with God. Let's keep going in verse 9. Here is how God showed his love among us. God sent his one and only son into the world. He sent Jesus so we could receive life through him. Here is what love is. It is not that we loved God. It is that he loved us and sent his son to give us his life to pay for our sins. So kids, do you have your picture? Do you have your paper? All right. See at the top there's some words. Can you color in Jesus loves us at the top? And maybe add a heart, just like my little picture up here? Okay. God showed us love by asking Jesus to come to earth to live a life. Jesus was born as a baby, as we talk about at Christmas. Jesus grew up. He was a kid of all of these ages that we see here today. And as he became an adult, he had friends. He hung out. He ate meals. He took naps. This was God on earth. He was a human raised by humans, but also God. And so he spent his life demonstrating God's love for us and eventually dying on a cross for that love. To take away our sins, it says. And then he rose again to defeat death. So this is all encompassed in this short verse tells a beautiful picture. Now, every time that we hurt today, we have a God who knows what it was like to hurt physically, emotionally. Jesus understands us. And Jesus embodied the fullness of God's love. There's a wholeness and a purpose we have. And New Testament scholar N.T. Wright said, it's impossible not to sense the power and the possibilities within that love. And I don't know if you've thought of God's love that way, but he gives us his power, his strength, his comfort, and he gives us possibilities, new possibilities we wouldn't have had without him. Now let's move on to verses 11 and 12. Dear friends, since God loved us this much, we should also love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Kids, you still got your picture? We have two more hearts to add to the cross. You can put a heart on each side, and we say, Jesus loves us. If you're an echo kid who can write letters, you can also add, so we love one another. Because we have an assignment here. We have an assignment. And here's why we're given that assignment. It's a beautiful thing. It says, no one has seen God. And adults, I mean, real talk, it can be hard. It can be hard to have faith in a God we can't see. 
But it says, when we love, God's love is made complete in us. And God, who is invisible, becomes visible through us. We get to demonstrate God's love in the world. That's why loving one another is so important. All right, we're moving along. We're keeping it short today. We've got a few more verses that are throughout the chapter 4. Uh, from John, because we said John circles back. It's like singing a song where we repeat the words over and over. And John keeps coming back to these concepts to be like, don't forget, keep singing this song. Jesus is love, love one another. So let's just hit three more verses here that are powerful words. Verse 16 says, God is love. Anyone who leads a life of love is joined to God, and God is joined to them. Verse 19 says, we love because he loved us first. And verse 21, our challenge, here is the command God has given us. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So kids, your final, your final assignment, if you want to draw yourself showing love to someone, can you draw a picture of, of something you could do to show someone you care? All right, adults will have this summary here because we said every time we look at the book of 1 John, John does two things. His goal for this church is to remind them what they believe and then to say, so then, live it out. So our first reminder today is God is love. John's coming to them and saying, you already believe this. And they were a church that had some struggles. And so he's trying to remind them, remember this truth. And then how do you know that? He reminds them, Jesus. He witnessed that Jesus lived. John saw Jesus die. John saw Jesus alive again. And he's trying to encourage this church. And he said, so because we believe this, your job is to love one another. We all have a job to do. Now, a lot of us, a lot of us, especially adults in this room, we might have heard this message before through John 3.16. Maybe you had it memorized as a kid. God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. Anyone who believes in him will not die, but will have eternal life. That was the same John. John wrote that in the book of John. And then in this letter, in 1 John 3.16, he gives us our challenge. We know what love is because Jesus Christ gave his life for us. So we should give our lives for our brothers and sisters. That's, that's about sacrifice. And that's not easy to do. That's hard when you're little and it's hard when you're big. But we're called to sacrifice for one another. Give up sometimes. Give up something you want to allow somebody else something. Give up getting credit. Give up your time. Give up your resources to share with others. Give up thinking about yourselves for a moment to think about other people. And at first that seems uncomfortable. Yeah, sometimes we have to do the uncomfortable. It's good for us. But think about it. It's not all hardship. If you're sacrificing for me, and I'm supposed to be called to sacrifice for you, then we're all taking care of each other, right? 
In the same way that you demonstrate an invisible God and become visible to the world. When we love one another, you help me feel seen by Jesus, and I hope to help you. We have, we're in this together. Okay, finally, let's bring it back to Tariq. We have so many cute kids here today. Back to our corn kid, Tariq. I love the fact that he became famous because he couldn't help but be excited about something he loved. So what would it look like if people looked at Echo Church and maybe they don't even know our real name, but maybe they first see that we love one another with Jesus' love? Because when you love something, it's just, people just notice. It's evident. You can't stop talking about it. You're not worried about who hears about it. So what if Echo Church, all of us here, the talls and the smalls today, what if we become known here in Cincinnati by loving one another? What if everyone sees us and sees Jesus? I think that would be pretty corntastic, don't you think? Let's pray together. We'll have some, some next portion of our service. God, thank you for a simple but big message today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to love one another. And we ask that you open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears, so that we're paying attention to where we can love this week, in the coming weeks, one another here at Echo Church and beyond in our city, in our state, in our world. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Thank you for the gift of your attention today. If you ever want to join Echo Church in person, we meet on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You'll find us at 1301 East McMillan Street. That's in the Walnut Hills neighborhood of Cincinnati, Ohio, just up the street from our city's beautiful Eden Park. Find out more about us on our website, echochurch.org. Have a great week.